Okay, so we're, as we did, uh, started last week with the, with the introduction about the, 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 the Old Testament in general, and then uh, Book of Nahum uh, in particular. And we, uh, as we said, it's, 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 a, it's an interesting book, uh, just kind of uh, review things together that, uh, as we said, it's, uh, it's a message for, um, message for, uh, or, or prophecy, or as we, we read the text itself, uh, the, the, the um, message for uh, Nineveh, right? And as, as we remember also that we said, if you just to put things in perspective, that this was uh, 100 or about 100, 150 years or so after Jonah, after Jonah. And uh, with that, it's very important to, 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 to put this in, 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 in or keep this in mind that, that because when you, as we will start, once you read the book of, of, of Nahum and especially in the beginning, you think that, uh, that uh, you know, God is wrathful, God is uh, angry, God is this and this and that towards Nineveh. But, rem but remember hundred years ago, he actually called Nineveh and called Jonah to go to Nineveh with a message of love with a message of care, like I chose you out of the whole world. You are not one of mine. You are not one of the people or anything, but you are still chosen and you are still so, so important and you are still so precious. So I sending you a message of love to repent. But again, looking at what happened in, in hundred years, that revival that happened to the nation from, from, from the youngest and from the animals to the king himself, did not continue. And you, you gotta ask ourselves, like what happened with that? Why, why that revival didn't continue? And that's why this book is also very, very relevant because it's, it's again, there's time for message for love, but there's time for message of what? Of just and judgment, as we said before. And as this is, this is for, for uh, as we said before, not just for Nineveh, but it's actually uh, a message for all of us. A message for all of us. Um, one of the things that I was just reading as I was preparing this is um, one of, uh, of uh, maybe a few, few years ago, probably 20, 20 years ago, but one of the U.S. Uh, Senate, senators once stated that the average civilization of the, the, the modern civilization is about 200 years. And it goes into cycles. It goes, starts with bondage into spiritual faith, spiritual faith to courage, Courage to liberty, liberty to abundance, abundance to selfishness, selfishness to complacency, complacency to apathy, and apathy back again to bondage. It's very interesting thought, very interesting thought. And you see that actually this is exactly what happened to Nineveh, and that could happen to any one of us, again, whether it's a, it's a country, a state, or an individual. But that mindset has to be very, very clear in our mind. That again, you start with bondage, you go on bondage to spiritual faith, spiritual faith to courage, courage to liberty, liberty to abundance. Abundance, once you have, you start to be selfish and then goes downhill. Selfishness to complacency, to apathy, and back again to bondage again, where you start from. So the, the writer at that time, he was, uh, he was wondering and questioning, you know, where are we at here in the US from this cycle? <laughs> you know, the, are, we, are, we, are we going towards the end of the cycle? or getting there, but it's something that's very, very interesting to look at it from this, from this view, as we are looking at it as God's dealing with a nation that at one point he dealt with 
with a with a message of love, message of care, message of repentance, and then later on again, it was still a message of love, but because that you know, if you look at it from that point, as we said before, as we said last time, you know, once as we read uh, Nahum, we have to remember again that he is the judge and the just judge. So it's not that he is an angry, it's not that he just wants to punish, but he's actually out of love. And as we will see from the text itself, that uh, that it is a message of, of care and of, of jealousy and of uh, disappointment, if I, may, if I may say that, disappointment. So with that, let, let's dig into, into the book itself and see exactly, uh, you know, what is it for, for, for us? What is it for us? Again, as we read it, we just don't want to read it as uh, as uh, history or as a story for something that we are not uh, concerned about. But this is actually, as we said before, this is uh, it could be it could be our story. This is for our own edification. Let's be 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 aware of that and let's be uh, careful not to uh, fall into what they fell uh, in uh, in the past. So um, I'll bring up the, the 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 text. I know we just kind of read it last last time. Just kind of went through it, but I want to spend some more time, especially in the few first couple couple verses. So uh, again, we're reading from the ESV. And we'll, uh, we'll uh, read and then stop at several things. The Lord is, uh, name the Father and Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, I mean, an oracle concerning Nineveh or uh, burden, as we said before, concerning Nineveh. The book of the vision of Nahum El-Koshi, of El-Kosh. The Lord is jealous and avenging God. The Lord is avenging and wrathful. The Lord takes vengeance on his adversaries and keeps wrath for his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power, and the Lord will by no means clear the guilty. His way is in whirlwind and storm, and the clouds are the dust of his feet. He rebukes the sea and makes it dry. He dries up the, the rivers. Bashan and Carmel wither. The bloom of Lebanon withers. The mountains quake before him. The, the hills melt. The earth heaves before him. The world and all who dwell in it. Who can stand before his indignation? who can endure the heat of his anger. His wrath is poured out like fire and the rocks are broken into pieces by him. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in him, but with an overflowing flood, he will make a complete end of the adversaries and will pursue his enemies into darkness. What do you plot against the Lord? He will make a complete end. Trouble will not rise up a second time. For they are like entangled thorns, like drunkard as the drink. They are consumed like stubble, fully dried. From you came one who plotted evil against the Lord, a worthless counselor. Thus says the Lord. You see from 12 and 13, he's actually changing uh, who is he directing the message to. Thus says the Lord. Though they are at full strength and many, they will be cut down and pass away. Though I have afflicted you, you see now he's changing the, 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 the subject or the, the, the person who's talking to. Though I have afflicted you, I will afflict you no more. And now I will break his yoke from off you and will burst your bonds apart. The Lord has given commandment about you. No more shall your name be perpetuated. From the house of your gods, I will cut off the carved image and the metal image. I will make your grave for you are vile. Behold, upon the mountains, the feet of him 
who brings good news, who publishes peace. Keep your feast, O Judah, fulfill your vows, for never again shall the worthless pass through you. He is utterly cut off. Again, it's a beautiful, beautiful text, and there is, there is a lot into it. Uh, and you can see, as, as, as we said, he starts in the beginning. This is the burden against Nineveh. And then he moves on with that into directing his, uh, his, his, his uh, or addressing who after this in verse 13 and 14. Who is he addressing here? Judah. Judah. Exactly. Judah. He's addressing it like, wait a minute, be careful. This is what's going to happen to your enemy. But again, you are special. You are special. And the enemy is enemy, not because I just hate them, because I hate what? What they do. I hate what they do. And this is, this is very, very important to understand this mindset. And again, the proof of that is the same people, 100 years ago, they actually send them a message of love and a message of care and a message of repentance. So let's go through it one more time and just try to figure out what is it, what, what, what's in there. Number one, as we said, we said this before last, last, last week, we said we'll talk about three things. God jealous, God judge, and God as just. God jealous. It's very interesting when you look at the Lord is jealous. That when I was looking at the actual, the actual language and the actual translation, it says that jealous is specific for God. This specific word is only for God throughout the text. Meaning what? It's not just a word that he's using. No, this is very, very, very. And it's coming definitely from, from uh, uh, the, the scripture itself. If you go in, in, into uh, Deuteronomy 6, where it says, thy Lord or thy God is, is a jealous God, right? So the, 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 the actual text here is basically talking about uh, God as, as or, or actual, actual uh, uh, description for specifically for God, specifically for God, which makes us actually wonder again. You know, when you hear that, that this is a special word only for God, what does that tell you? What do you think? As a jealous God. He's protective. He's protective, okay. In, I mean, protective as in he sees Israel, I guess, as his own. Yes. Not, not to be shared with, with other gods, I guess. Exactly, exactly. He sees Israel as his own. You cannot be for somebody else. You cannot be for somebody else. And, and you see this, that, that it's, it's very, very interesting when you, when you look at this. Throughout, throughout the scripture, you see that this is, as, as we talked before, and as we even studied with, with, in Colossians, that, that the idea that, that he is the husband and his people are his only and one and only. But it comes more and more very, very, very personal, very personal, that each one of us is his own, is his own. And, and, and the, the, the actual word here is actually qana, uh, uh, which is yaqtani in Arabic. Yaqtani in Arabic means what? Owns. You're, you're mine. You're mine. So, so the actual word is, is interesting. When you look at it, uh, uh, jealous is is noqam, uh, from, from the verb naqam. Uh, this is, sorry, this is the, 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 the next one. This one is qana, is, uh, which is, the word, the verb qana, which is yaqtani in Arabic, means like you are, you are mine. 
You are mine. But you are mine not as just because I want to be in charge out of what? Love. Out of love. Out of love. And based on that, he deals with it. So let's keep this in mind because this is very important in knowing how, how God deals with us and how we deal with God. Right? He's not dealing with us as the, the, the one that is waiting that, okay, you did something bad, so I will have to punish you. No. I'm dealing with you because out of love, because you are mine. And that's exactly what St. Paul says earlier in, in the New Testament, I mean, right? That we were brought by a price. We are his. We are not for yourselves. So when we keep this in mind and read it as the introduction of, of Nahum, that you know what? God is a jealous God. And not just jealous, he, he keeps this particular word, kana, specifically for God. Specifically for God. If, if you look at it, at the translation, it says exactly that, that only for God. Jealous, only for God. So this is one thing. The other thing is, is avenging. And when, when you hear that avenging, what do you think about it? Again, what, why is he avenging? Why, 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 why that particular uh, adjective? Out of what also? Out of jealousy. Out of jealousy. So again, yes, the jealousy because, because I, you are mine. It's in a way, you, 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 you belong to me. And because of that, I will avenge whom? The enemies. The enemies. The enemies. And this is, this is very important also. And then comes another word that's very important, which is what? Furious. In a translation or another translation, it says what? Wrathful, right? The wrath. It's, it's interesting when you look at, at the word itself as furious, it's actually, it means uh, uh, um, he has, the actual literal translation would be he he uh, he has uh, heat <laughs> he 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 he, he uh, owns heat. The actual translation of 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 uh, of wrathful is 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 um, in the in the remaining of, of verse two that uh, that he. Um, <coughs> Baal Hama, Baal, which is Baal, means what means means husband or means means he owns, he is he's he's in authority. And Hama, which is Hami, which is nor, which is heat. So furious or, or, or wrathful actually means what he has what heat, <laughs> basically. Right? Here you can see this here, possessor of fury or possessor of, of, of heat. He possesses heat. Again, against whom? Yeah. Against the enemy. Again, remember all this as we are looking at this, that at one point he was very, 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 he was showing the love to the people. But at when, 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 when that love didn't bring forth any fruit, he started to show what? The judgment. The judgment. So here is he's, Nahum in the beginning. He is he is bringing and describing and reaffirming who God is. He is jealous. He is avenge or avenger, and he is furious. 
furious again, not just because I, I, I hate people, I just wanna, you know, want to, 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 to cause harm, but because again, that, and that's exactly what we say when we say that the Lord is a consuming fire. What does that mean? Consuming fire. What does it mean to be consuming fire? Wipes away everything. Say again? Wipes away everything else. That's the bad thing about it. So when we think about fire, we think always about the damage. But why, why don't we think about the, also the benefit yeah. of the fire? Like purification. Purification and the kindling, the heat mm-hmm. of the relationship itself, right? So when mm-hmm. we talk about that, you know, as 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 furious God that I am because of that, I will actually what? I will protect my people because you are mine. Remember, this this is the 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 uh, burden against Nineveh. Nineveh at this time is you have to, I'll keep reminding ourselves, Nineveh at this time is the enemy of the people of God, right? Mm-hmm. So he's, he's saying that because of that, what will happen to Nineveh is out of God's love. And also out of God's patience, because for hundreds years he was waiting on them. Remember, they came up with the revival. They came up with, with being true, true, uh, 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 believers in God, but something down the line, something happened. So now we said, "What? Well, this is that's enough. I waited hundreds of years for you." And as I'm saying this, I'm talking to myself because again, we 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 always think that what God's mercy is and God's long suffering is 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 forever, and then we can abuse this by the way, or by any way. But we're not. So. Again, here he talks about that, that the Lord is jealous, he's avenger, he is furious. But then he goes on to, to, to identify and to reassure something. That's why he is what? He's slow in anger. Slow in anger, right? The Lord will take vengeance on the adversaries and here, the Lord slow to anger and great in power and will not at all acquit the wicked. Meaning what? Not at all acquit the wicked. What does that mean? Like he gives a chance to everyone. He gives a chance, but also there is another meaning into that. He's not going is, to let them go. Say again, Shri? He's not going to let them go scot-free. Yes, he's not going to let them go. Right? Mm-hmm. The wrong is wrong and the right is right. If, if you know, I am giving you chances, I'm giving you, I'm, I'm, I'm always saying repent, I'm always saying, you know what, come back again. But, but at one point, the wicked is the wicked. <laughs> Right. So that, that's here. But with that still, he goes back again, remind us again, this is all out of his, out of his love. That's why he said the, slow, the Lord is slow to anger and great in power and will not at all acquit the wicked. The Lord has his way in the whirlwind, in the storm and the clouds, the dust of his feet. What, what does that tell us when, when he talks about, about the Lord is in the whirlwind, in the clouds, in the storm, and then talks more about, about the, 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 the mountains and the hills. And, and, and what are all those things to us? What are they? Like he's everywhere. Okay. And what else? It's like nature that we cannot control. Exactly. It's nature. It is nature. 
as if, and again, this is this is very, it could be very, very debatable point. Like, okay, does God use the nature to 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 punish people? Or you know, when you hear about the tsunamis or earthquakes or this or that, like, okay, God is in control. Yes, does he? Is he is he is he responsible for people who die? Is you know, and and and, and it's 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 something that 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 you know puzzles us. And I don't think, to be honest with you, I have a great answer, like a straight answer. But we know from this that he is what he's in control. He's in control, right? It, does that mean that he he can do whatever? Yes, he can do whatever. Does that mean that he is the reason for innocent people to die? I don't believe so. I don't believe so. So we can't look at things as God God is punishing the people, but God is using because again, on the other hand, on the other hand, you know, a lot of lot of of, of debates go on with. Actually, it's 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 the the humanity who actually changed the nature. So, based on what we do, based on what the the, the society and the human the human beings have been abusing the earth and the planet, that's why what happened is just uh, consequences of us polluting the air and changing the nature. And so, so you can't say that God is actually his his plan is just to wipe out people from the earth. But he's in control, yes, he's in control. Are we responsible? I think we are responsible. Also, Buna, if the innocent die during these disasters, I don't think it's a bad thing. They will die anyways, and they need to go to heaven somehow. So I don't think it's bad. That, that's another way. That's that's another way that which which is which is you know the end of of, of 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 human being at one point is death. So it's not like something that comes out of nowhere, but that is the end uh, 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 of the journey for anybody, regardless of what the reason is. Mm-hmm. And 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 more and more, we can even say more that I'm sure God is dealing with each single person that that you know can can uh, be a victim of whatever. Uh, uh, disaster in in a certain way, in a certain way. We believe definitely in the, in, the, in our church in, in our faith that you know what we always say that God will never, you know, uh, uh, allow a person to, to 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 end his life unless that person is ready, right? He gives multiple chances. Again, remember, he waited on Nineveh for how many years? Hundred, hundred and fifty years. So it's not like okay, you 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 uh, relapse and you went back to your own ways. Okay, next day you're gone. No, wait hundreds years for that. But reading the text again give us that 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 uh, understanding that he is in control and he is using everything for one reason, which is actually what I'm trying to show that I am a jealous God. I am a jealous God. Right. Who can stand before his indignation? Who can abide in the fierceness of his anger? His fury is poured out like fire and the rocks are thrown down by him. And again, you can see, you can see where, where God can allow the nature to give certain kind of message or whatever that is. But again, that he is there. He goes on to, 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 to something that's very interesting in, in, in verse 13. I'm just going to jump again. Uh, just read this again. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knows them that trust in him. And that, this is, again, this is, when, when you read this verse, verse 7, between what's before it and what's after it, 
What do you think? What, what comes to your mind? So before that, he's talking about, uh, again, how God, what, what can he do? And he's in control and he is, he is jealous and he is all those things. And then all of a sudden he says, the Lord is good. <laughs> a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in him, but with an overflowing flood, he will make a complete end of the adversary. What does that tell you? It's again, the, 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 the mystery of who God is, right? And if you take this back on our, to our level and our, and our relationship with him and knowing that, that you know, sometimes we're angry at God. Like I, I'm, I'm sure most of us here, if not all of us, at one point we felt like, you know what, God is not fair, right? Why is God doing this? Why is God allowing me to go through this and this? Why God allowed that person to be, you know, to, to, to be taken out of my life or this disaster or this, or this uh, whatever happened at work or, 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 or. Try, try to relate this to our own personal life and see how we actually react and how we actually, you know, portray God based on that, that, well, at one point, you know, I, I was just talking to a couple the other day and, and like, you know what, uh, just trying to figure out why a person is not coming to church and then like what, he, he was really uh, 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 affected by the fact that he prayed to God that his father would be healed, but he never, he was never healed. So you, you see that what's in what's in the in the in the scripture in front of us is actually very 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 relevant to to either to us or to somebody that we we know that you see that you know what all what we see from God is is the wrath of God the anger of God the 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 uh, punishment of God but we need when when we are attacked by those mind by those thoughts we need to to step back a little bit and 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 that's why again verse 7 is in the middle of the of the of the of the text like wait a minute although i'm saying this and this and this but but this is this is the mystery that still the lord is good <laughs> the lord is good a stronghold in the day of trouble he knows those who take refuge in him. What does it mean? He knows those who take refuge in him. What do you think? Father? Yes. It's, it's Lonnie. Um, I've, I've had so many experiences of sticking with God, mm. no matter what. Yes. And then watching the transformation. Okay. Um, and he wants us to love him with all our heart, with all our thoughts, with all our resources, with all our, our, our soul, our, our, he wants, he wants our total attention. Yes. That, that's a great point, Lonnie, because that's, again, that's the purpose. That's the purpose, right? That's why he is, he is dealing. And that's why he allows us to go through those troubles that he allows us to go based. And that's exactly what we said earlier. This is all based on the one fact. That's how he started the text that the, the Lord is, Good. The Lord is good. And early on, he said, the Lord is jealous. And as we said again, jealous means that you are mine. You are mine. So I will take whatever it takes. I will go through whatever it takes in order to do what? To bring you back. Now, somebody will ask me like, okay, well, Abuna, sometimes people actually go away further, not go back to him. 
So where is that in that equation? If, if, if God allows certain things to happen and actually the person ended up actually denying God, for example, because of a big, you know, life, life change or, 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 or trauma or something. Or even us, I'm not talking about people from outside. Sometimes when we go through a hard time, our faith is shaken, right? So how is, how is that still based on God's love? What do you think? We need to be instant in season and out of season. Last week, I, I smashed my finger between two pieces of Corian. Oh, no. And I immediately asked the man that I was working with to pray. And I prayed. And the next morning, it was perfectly well. Mm. Mm. It was being instant, mm. you know, not accepting anything else. Mm. Just God, that's, just good. That's, that's, and that's why, again, you know, I, I've read it one time from one of the church fathers saying that, that you know what, if, 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 if I cannot stand the, 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 the harshness, if I may say that, of how God is dealing with me at one point, mm -hmm. then, then I might be just fooling myself and fooling him, right? Just mm -hmm. pretending to be, but when I fail the test, when I fail the test, you know, and again, even if I fail the test, God will always give another chance, another chance, another chance. And that's how we grow. That's how we, we, we come out of this. And even if it takes a long time, I, I know personally, I know people who've been away for, for at least 15, 20 years. And because of, of something like that, but then at one point of their life, God came back and they came back and they were actually stronger than before. Yes. So, so we need, to, we need to, to do a couple of things when we look into, into something like that. Number one is we know that God's love to the person is much, much, much more greater than our love to the person. So, so the idea that we just cannot, cannot understand it. The idea is, well, that's, that's not fair to so-and-so. How can God allow you know, that uh, mother to go to heaven while she has little kids? That's not fair. Well, do you think we are more... more you know, caring more to that person more than God? Absolutely not. There are something that we cannot understand, something we cannot, we cannot really realize. And, 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 and looking at, 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 at the full picture, as we know that God doesn't have yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It's like looking at a table from above and everything is, is, is in front of him. So we need to, 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 to know, number one, that God's care and love is much, much, much more than ours. Number two, that we need to learn the lesson. That's why this verse comes very, very, very strong. We need to know the lesson to, to have him as refuge during that time. So this is not out of context, by the way, that the Lord is good, a strong gold in the day of trouble. Because even if that day's trouble is allowed by God himself, we know that we have what? A refuge to go to. And that's what, what we miss sometimes, that in the day of trouble, we are so angry, we are so troubled, we are so puzzled, we are so confused that we don't see what the refuge. We don't see the refuge. And as I was saying uh, yesterday, and we had the study before about the, 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 the cities of refuge in the Old Testament, 
God designated six cities in the Old Testament as a city of refuge for 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 the person who will who will who will uh, kill someone uh, unintentional in order to 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 flee away and to find refuge. He would literally run and hide in one of those one of those cities. And that's that's thank you, Father. Okay, I will. Okay, thank you. Yes. So they literally have to run to find the refuge in that. If they are, just imagine with me, if that person who killed by accident, oh, oh my God, oh my Lord, you know what happened to me? I just killed the person. And he's so confused and so troubled and so, so, so anxious and stays there and miss the opportunity to run to the, to the city of refuge. What will happen to him or to her? Die. He'll die. Like, hey, just, it's not the time to, 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 to panic now. It's the time to run. <laughs> and I think that's what we do. We panic during that time. If God is allowing things in our lives, we panic. And that panic causes us to do what? To be paralyzed. We cannot run. We cannot run. But here again, it's, it's, it's amazing text within the first chapter that the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in him but with an overflowing flood, he will make complete end of that. So the bottom line of this, that the Lord is what? Is on our side. <laughs> He's on our side. He's not against us. Whatever happens, just keep reminding yourself. Let me just grab my notebook here again. I had to change location for the charge. And that puts back again to the understanding of the meaning of the of the of the of the title of the writer of the book Nahum. Compassion, consolation, right? So one thing to remember out of this that that number one, God comes first with a message of love. Number two, even if it takes hundreds years, but if we are not continuous and responding to the message of love, there is a message of what? Justice. Of justice. Number three, that he is always there as the place for what? For refuge. The place of refuge. He is good. Stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in him. He knows them. He knows each one by name. Like you are, you are confused. You are panicking. You are wondering. You, you, you can't understand. You can't really know what's happening. But you know what? I am there for you. Just, just come, just come and, and hide in that city of refuge, and hide there. He knows those who take refuge in him. What? And then verse nine and nine and then thirteen. He actually goes back again to to something that's very very interesting, which is what? Look at this. Read this with me. What do you plot against the Lord? He will make a complete end. Trouble will not rise up second time. For they are like entangled thorns, like drunkards as they drink. They are consumed like stubble fully dried. From you come one who plotted evil against the Lord, a worthless counselor. Who is he talking about here? The enemies. The enemy, and particularly the king of Assyria. Him who plotted against, as we said before, he during the time they, they held... The, the northern kingdom uh, captives, and he was trying to go and take the southern kingdom into captivity also, but he was not able to do that. Mm -hmm. He was not able to do that. 
So here, the message is, is like, who is plotting against me, right? What does plot has give us understanding? Like, what, what does plot mean? What is the connotation of, of the word plot? Who, who do you plot against the Lord? The actual word is actually who you, 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 you imagine, you plan, you calculate, you invent. And, and believe it or not, you know, definitely this is what, what the enemy does, that he is, he's planning, right, against the Lord, planning how to seize a city. And this is exactly, we need to know how the enemy is dealing with each one of us, right? And with, 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 with the kingdom of God. That there is a plot out there. There is there is there is calculation. There is planning. There is uh, 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 there is there is a, there is a plan. There is a plan against the kingdom of God and against God and against His children. So we need to be aware of that. Whatever is happening is not just haphazard. It's not just like a thing here and a thing there. There is a plan. As I talk more and more to people nowadays, everybody's like, "Abuna, what's wrong? What, what's happening in the world?" Seems like things are boiling fast, reaching reaching a certain a certain level, and we have to acknowledge that that there is a plot. But even if there is a plot, who is stronger? God. God is stronger. So when you look at things, when you read the news, when you read, when you listen to the news, when you read the politics, when you see what's happening, just just I'm not I'm not saying that you have to be kind of like uh, 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 paranoid, but understand that that there is an actual a plot and it's something that makes us actually instead of panicking it makes us actually know that the only the only rescue and the only solution against the plot is to do what no god listen go to god them. go to the stronghold go to the refuge see that's why this 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 verse is in the center as as the cornerstone as like go to verse Yes, there is a plot. Yes, the enemy is planning. Yes, the enemy every single day. The moment we wake up in the morning, the enemy is planning. There's a plot to make each one of us fall. This is something that we have to realize. Father. Yes, Lonnie. It's, it's, it's Lonnie. Um, when I was growing up, the phrase they said was um, very common. And I said to my mom, who are they? You know, who are they? And I do not watch TV or any of that. Mm. Um, we need to be so guarded against them, the human opinions. Yes. Just the human opinions. That's, that's, that's very true, Lonnie. It's very, very, very scary at one point, to be honest with you, again, because, because we, we, we deal with things not knowing that there is a fight. Yes. Again, I'm not trying to make you... Make you uh, make you suspicious of everything but in general in general the idea that that the enemy of the lord is always always trying to do it to set a snare for us and that's what the that's what the scripture said right you have snatched us from the snare of the enemy right as the psalm says 
So with, with this, when, when we wake up in the morning, the reason I'm saying this, because I want to be very, very practical. When we wake up in the morning, if we don't take all the, the protection, if we are not attached to the Lord, if we are not starting our day with, with being vaccinated, here I am talking about vaccine, against, against whatever that's out there, we are setting ourselves to fail because of the plot, because of the enemy. So just don't, don't just walk out of, of, or start or, you know, just get out of the bed and just start your day without knowing that there is actually something against you today. The Lord, the, the, the enemy is waiting to capture you, to capture you. On the other hand, we have, again, the Lord is good. He is refuge. He knows you, his stronghold. So this is, and not only that, but he will be stronger and we will be able to capture the plot and the, he, he, is, he who is plotting against him. What do you plot against the Lord? He will make a complete end. This is the beauty of, 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 that, of the chapter. He will make a complete end. Trouble will not rise up again a second time for they are like entangled thorns, like drunkards as they drink. They are consumed like stubble fully dry. Here you see again, the judgment of God against whom? against he who is plotting against the Lord. For they are like entangled. And then verse 11, from you came one who plotted evil against the Lord, a worthless counselor. Remember here, again, the plot was against what? Against whom? Judah. But here the Lord is saying that you plotted against whom? Him. About himself. And that's exactly what it said in Zechariah. Whoever touches you touches the pupil of my eye. Right? This is, this is exactly. So be aware of that. Don't just panic because, yeah, oh my Lord, there's a, there's a plot out there. They're coming to kill me. I can't, I don't know what to do. Well, yes, they are coming to kill us, but we know that who is with us is, 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 is much stronger than who are those who are against us. Right? So this is, again, he's, he's talking as, as a burden to Nineveh. Be careful. You dare to be to, to, to have a plot against the Lord, but you're going to go down. <laughs> and also very encouraging to his people, to his people. Mm. From you come one who plotted of evil against the Lord. That's the king of Assyria, a worthless counselor. <laughs> Nothing in front of me, in front of God, worthless. I don't care who he is. Even he's the strongest person on earth at that time. But to me, he is what? Worthless. And not only that, look at the end of the chapter. Not only that, look, after he's saying that you are worthless, he says what? Thus says the Lord, thou they are at full strength and many, they will be cut down and pass away. So beautiful. Thou I have afflicted you, talking to Judah, I will afflict you no more. Again, how can you say that God, this God is a wrathful God? <laughs> how can we say that he is not fair? That he doesn't know what I'm going through, right? Just as, I, as I'm saying this, just review the many times how we pray sometimes and how we talk to God sometimes. Like, God, you don't know who, what we're going through. Where is he? Why do you leave me like this? Why you allow me to go through this? Why? Just wait. Just wait. Just trust in the Lord and wait. Find refuge instead of trying to find a reason. Find refuge instead of trying to find a 
reason. As the fathers always say, you know what? Don't ask why, ask how. Don't ask why is this happening to me because you're never gonna get an answer. But ask what? How can I get through this? Keep asking the why, why, why makes us more what? Anxious. More frustrated, more anxious, more confused, more distant. He doesn't feel for me. He doesn't know what I'm going through. He's not answering me. But the how is much better. God, how can I get through this? I don't care about the why, but how? Give me, give me the tools. Give me your promises again. Thus says the Lord, thou, though they are at full strength and many, they will be cut down and pass away. Though I have afflicted you, I will afflict you no more. And I will break his yoke from off you and you will burst your bonds apart. Just so strong. Are we bound and bounded with our, with our anxiety, with our fear, with our whatever the enemy, the, the one that was plotting against God is, is doing with us? Not, this will be turned around. Now I will break his yoke. His yoke is what? The enemy. The enemy, Nineveh. The king of Nineveh. Assyria, the, 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 right? And will burst your bonds apart. You see the, what? The energy, right? It's not just like I'm going to unshackle your, your chains. No, will burst your bonds apart. See the energy. And then... The Lord has given commandment about you. No more shall your name be perpetuated. From the house of your gods, I will cut off the carved image and the metal image. I will make your grave for you are vile. This is talking back again to the enemy. So don't get confused. He's back and forth. He's back and forth. Now he's talking to the enemy again. That what you are nothing. You are vile. If you, if you see it here in the actual literal uh, translation, and the Lord has given a commandment concerning thee that no more of thy name be sown out of the house of thy gods will I cut off the graven image and the molten image. I will make thy grave for thou art vile. So here he talks about that plotter in three things. Number one, your dynasty will end. Number two, your help will end. Number three, your life will end. That's the king, the, the plotter. Those gods that you are depending on, you think they will be the, the reason for your strength? They will be gone. Behold upon the mountains, and then finally, finally, the beautiful, beautiful verse of what? Of the need of the person, God in flesh, who will fulfill all those things for generation and generation. Behold upon the mountains, the feet of him that brings good tidings that publish peace. O Judah, keep the solemn feast, perform the vows, for the wicked shall no more pass through thee. He is utterly cut off. He's gone. He's gone. Behold, upon the mountains, the feet of him who brings good news. Who is the good news? Jesus. Jesus himself, the Prince of Peace, who published peace, the Prince of Peace. So all those will be fulfilled in our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Keep your feast, fulfill your vows, for never again shall the worthless pass through you. He is utterly cut off. He's utterly cut off. He's, is, is he still plotting against you? Yes, he is. Is he still causing problems? Yes, he is. But with what? With a different background now, knowing that what? Never again shall the worthless pass through you. Unless, that's what the Father says, by the way. 
right? Devil is like the lion, as St. Peter said. But that lion is what is, is chained, right? He's not free. Unless you do what? Free him. Enter into the cage with the lion. Have you seen like a lion in a, in a, in a zoo before, right? All the damage can happen where, where if somebody, a fool person, if I may say, who said, okay, you know what? I'm going to go and try and see how dangerous is the flying. Okay. Are you sure? Just, just stand from, no, no, no. I want to go in there. Okay, that's fine. Go there. That's why he said, he never again shall worth his path through. He doesn't have the power to pass through you. But if you disconnect and go by yourself to him, that's a different different story for never again shall the worthless path through you he is utterly cut off it's, it's a beautiful beautiful chapter of nahum again all the comfort all the the consolation don't get confused when you start that the lord is wrathful and furious and the fire and you know fire coming out of his nostrils and his face this is all for the for the enemy and for those who deny to still and to continue to live in the revival in the repentance Again, he comes first with a message of love, but, and he continues with a message of love. But at one point, be careful. Be careful. Us as nation, us as people, us as congregation, be careful. If we deny the message of love, if we, as we were talking yesterday in Hebrews 6, do not become what? Sluggish. But earnestly hold on to the fullness of the promise. So it's a beautiful text to go through it and to, to actually uh, uh, experience it in our life. Again, yes, there is a plotter. Yes, there is an enemy. But at the end of the day, what this is all happening out of the jealousy of God. And again, jealousy, which is to own specific word only for God throughout the text. It's an amazing word. It's not used in any other word that so-and-so was jealous. No, specifically, God is jealous, specifically that he owns, we are his, and that's why we continue to be him as a refuge and a stronghold against him who is uh, plotting every day for us to fall apart. Any questions or comments? Question. Yes, when I When I read the Ekpeya often through the day, I read that we, we want to learn God's laws. Okay, of course we have the Ten Commandments. The Jews believe in what, 613. How can I identify every single law I'm supposed to live by? I think that was all, that's a beautiful question, Lonnie. I think it was all very simplified in, in the Lord's answer to the, to, the, to the rich man. The one, one commandment, which is love, which is love. <laughs> And in love, you, you'll find yourself doing everything. Okay. Because, because I love him or I want to love him or I'm praying that love, that love is kindled in my heart. I find myself, you know, watching myself. I find myself want to give, want to, to, to let go. I find myself want to love the others. I, want, I find myself want to, to humble more. Out of all of one commandment, that which is what, as the Lord said, all the Torah and all the law is in one thing, love God and love your love your, your your neighbor as yourself. Thank you. Thank you for the question. Anything else? Uh, yes, Abuna. Yes, go ahead. Dave. Um, yes, 
Um, yeah, I thought it was interesting where it's mentioning both the carved and the metal images, and that I took it to mean that um, God is um, not pleased at all <laughs> with having any image of himself. Um, and so it's very specific to almost like every variety of image. It's not just an image. Exactly. And actually, this is more in details because at that time, the Assyrian were, were, were I think, you know, uh, the, 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 the pioneers in using metal in their image and in their also, also in their armory, as we will see later on in the next chapter, that they used this in their chariots of war as something that kind of proves how strong they are and how pioneer they are over than anybody else. So saying whatever you think that this is all your power, it's going to be what's taken away from you. It's going to be destroyed. So don't don't boast in in how strong or how advanced are you in your uh, arm uh, army or, or or military or whatever. It's all going to be taken away from you. Hmm, I see. And I, I have a question too with regard to the last part where um, the one who comes who proclaims peace. Yes. Is for Jesus, um, did the Jews? read this as being the messiah or we know it's jesus but is this was this understood by them to be the, the coming messiah it was you see this a lot in the in the in the targum and the talmud and the and the, which are the, the 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 tradition of the of the of the jewish uh, people and uh, especially after the first century that the 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 identified all those all those uh, prophecies as uh, the Messiah. Uh, some of them later on are trying, especially after the, the coming of Christ, they said, no, no, that doesn't mean that. They were talking about uh, Cyrus, for example. They were talking about uh, uh, Ahaz, the king who did the, the revival. So the, 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 the faithful, I would say, who look at it as the text, they can definitely identify the Messiah. But those who are trying to deny Christ's who came as the Messiah, they will say, no, that wasn't for him, that was somebody else. And then I thought it interesting that he mentions feet twice and where he says with respect to the Messiah um, or Lord Jesus, the, the feet of him who brings good tidings. Mm. And then before that was talking of God in terms of the clouds are the dust of his feet. Yes. As indicate, I assume from heaven coming from above and coming, you know. Yes. That's a very good good observation, David. Because yes, it it's, again shows the love, right? That that feat for somebody can 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 mean destruction, but for another people can mean what? Good news. Good news. As I said that that example before from Father Tarazi said when when the bishop is coming to visit a congregation, it's good for the people, but not necessarily good for the priest because he's he's afraid of the bishop who will come and inspect and say this is wrong and this is wrong. So the same visitor can be a blessing for the people, but can be a nightmare for the priest of the parish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's interesting that he's he's telling them. So he's telling them Jesus is coming. Basically, your savior is coming. Mm. Um, but then he's not telling them that they themselves, the Jews, are going to overcome. You know the whatever the, the I think what were they the Assyrians at the time? But right. he actually had the Babylonians conquer them and actually take the other the rest of them into captivity. So. Right. It's it's not right. it's not a message of I'm going to save you 
you know, in 20, 30 years, 50 years, whatever, but. Right. Again, it's, it's kind of difficult also because in that, in that, uh, in that uh, text, he's talking back and forth uh, to, the, to the Assyrian and also to, the, to, to, to Judah. So he's, he's like for, I think in this particular passage, he's more directing the text towards the, the, the people of Judah who are waiting for that, that, that uh, uh, time to pass and somebody will come and bring them and take them out of the of the captivity again. Thank you all. Uh, hope Thank we're enjoying that study. We'll continue. Actually, next week I will not be here because I'm, I'm uh, traveling tomorrow after liturgy. Got willing to Egypt again for a short uh, uh, trip, uh, so we'll uh, uh, we'll we'll continue. Um, I will let you know when because the following week, the 29th, I might be actually I should be back by that time from another retreat from Chicago, but uh, I'm just all over the place, sorry. But uh, stay tuned, will, but definitely uh, this coming Saturday, there is no Bible study uh, as I'm traveling. Uh, but we'll see you tomorrow, all service as usual tomorrow, God willing, and uh, just read, read this passage again, just pray with it and allow God to kind of more and more uh, open our, our eyes and our minds to, to understand more of this. Okay, in the name of the Father and Son of the Holy Spirit, one God, dear Lord, thank you, Lord, for this time. Hear us, Lord, for the prayers of all your saints when we Pray to you, saying, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thank 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 that will be done on earth. Give us. Spirit is not temptation, but deliver us. Line the kingdom, power, the glory, now and forever to each soul. Go in peace, peace be with you all. Amen. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye now. Bye. bye.